show we come to you live every weeknight at midnight eastern for an hour-long discussion about guns and uh this should complement the noonday show as soon as that gets going we uh have people jumping in from all across country angelina is joining us from california thanks for joining hello thanks for inviting me we have gary joining in from kansas thank you for the invite sir i believe the most rectangular of the states represented today <laughs> Patriot joining us from uh, Michigan. Hey, thanks for the invite. Always. And then uh, also Davis, jumping in from Michigan as well. Yeah, hey, thanks for the invite. Yep, I'm down here in Arizona. We've got people out in the YouTube chat where we're uh, hosting this. Uh, of course, we simulcast it over at gunchannels.com where we're watching the comments from people who are watching from all, the, all, all, all over the country as well. And yesterday, we featured Emmett from Israel as our member of the day. And he jumped into uh, Knives' lobby earlier today. So it was kind of cool. I don't know if it was coincidental or what. I had to jump out but uh, before I got a chance to ask him. So it was certainly cool to catch up with him a little bit. And uh, he's got two pistols now. One for his work. Some kind of weird-looking clone of some kind of gun. looks like a CZ. Uh, looks like a Browning, I guess. And then... Uh, Oh, a Smith & Wesson revolver that he didn't seem to like too much, a 38 uh, J-frame. So, a little uh, tie into yesterday. So, it's Wednesday. Uh-oh. So, that means it is entertainment day, and it also means we'll be doing our hashtag daily gun show. So, we have to leave some time for that. Looks like we started right on time today, so we'll try to start that by half past at the latest so that we can uh, include everything and still cut it off in an hour. Um... Anybody see anything in any of the warm-up shows? Anything happened to you over the night? That's worth chatting about. Nothing for me. Nothing major. Clover had a good show. That's Very the, good. Uh, that was archery. Our tree kid. Yes. Haters. Driving on your motorcycle. No, not today. I've been working every day, all day. So Gary was in there, and I can see a lot of the people have oozed their way over from Matt's chat uh, with their hot fruit. So that's a new thing. So um, evidently, some people are delusional, and they think that warmed fruit uh, is the is a dessert, and that it somehow outweighs could outweigh chocolate makes no sense to me but uh they're insisting there's basically an uproar for a hot fruit patch what or kind of actually fruit? oh they like any kind of moist like room temperature fruit 
Like apple pies, like <laughs> apple fritters. Like a microwaved peach? But not all the way through. Like, just a little bit, and then you take it out and mush it up with a fork. I like these. At least that's what I assume. <laughs> I don't know what you want to like, I'm not anti-warm fruit, but there's no way that's going to trump chocolate. It doesn't seem right to me. Well, I'm only bringing it up in here, because one, it's so... Extreme. They're just doing this to get attention, really. There's, there's no other excuse. But uh, I figured Angelina might have some, you know, artsy way of coming up with a patch or a sticker for this uh, hot fruit. Hot fruit fan club. It's all the rage right now. <laughs> room temperature for me is hot for the rest of you people. Let's remember that. If it was room temperature for me. Some of you'd be burning your mouths on it. <laughs> All right, well, okay, so we've been in enough time. So it's Wednesday, and uh, I've got an interesting thing going on. I'm uh, thinking about the gun rights policy conference, so I've been uh, scratch, what am I trying to say? Coming up with a uh, itinerary, a potential route. So I'll probably do that as a separate van chat, um, but I'll be uh, interested in anybody, or if anybody's interested in participating in some of the planning and stuff, it looks like potentially I'll screen capture here. This is what the grand plan would entail. So I'm going to be planning this a trip from potentially a trip from Tucson up through Red Dawn. Well, I should say Albuquerque, then Red Dawn filming locations, uh, the uh, gunsmithing school, and then Dragon Man. Never been to Denver yet. So whatever's in Denver, maybe some gun shops heading east through Nebraska. I think I would hit somewhere near Travis in here. Maybe check out a gun shop. I think gun show somewhere in here, potentially, uh, then hit the gun rights policy conference, uh, and then head north a little bit, and then down to Cody. Uh, check out the Firearms Museum there, uh, get down to uh, Salt Lake City, so the Browning Museum. Uh, Dead Horse has the inn to use the range at the place that Browning tested his guns. Uh, check out the other cool stuff in that area head down to Las Vegas, and then Big Sandy happens, so I'd have a little time to sneak over to California again, and then back over to uh, the Big Sandy Machine Gun Shoot, and then back home. So that would be 48 days on the road, and I forget how many miles, 5,000 miles, and 14 states. So uh, I've been putting a little planning into that, and seeing you know if it's feasible and what kind of cost there might be, and then I guess I'd be curious you know, as far as people on Patreon, people that follow the show, what kind of stuff you'd be interested uh, in seeing on that on that trip or that tour. Where uh, exactly is the conference at? Uh, Chicago. Is it? Typically outside Chicago, near the airport. Yeah. Oh. So, I don't know. Can you get over there? I I'm, was thinking about it. Uh, that's September? Yeah, September 21st, that weekend. It's really the whole weekend, 21, 22, and 23. I'm thinking about it, to be honest. Hmm. So Troy will be there. I'm looking at some of the stuff that I can hit along the way. Dragon Man, uh, the Bullpup shoot in Illinois is just the weekend before. Uh, 
uh, Gun Rights Policy Conference, of course. Uh, there's that dug up gun museum. Uh, somebody posted pictures of that just the other day. And um, Dead Horse told us about that too. Then, of course, Big Sandy and a couple of, uh, I, know I didn't even get the uh, Utah stuff in here yet. So I'm sort of, like I say, still compiling the list and seeing if it's worth it. Oh, I guess the other thing I was going to say is I'm all jazzed because I finally got rid of the squeak on the truck or on the van. Ever since, holy crap, ever since me and Pink. So really since right after the uh, transmission uh, got replaced, I've had this damn squeak. And uh, so thousands and thousands of miles, half a year, maybe almost a whole year already, it feels like. Um, I've had this damn squeak, and I can get it to go away when I, uh, oh, I guess it started up really bad with changing out that water pump. So, yeah, it was right before the transmission. So I've had this horrible squeak. I finally got rid of it. I changed that tensioner pulley in the belt, and uh, so far, so good. That's wood. Um, Walking on the woods. So anyway, I'm all stoked. And now I've got the ball joint in my hand. I could go walk over there and look at it again. Uh, all I need is time and a piece of concrete, I think, to change out that uh, ball joint, and that gets the van back to rolling. And I just got a new set of brakes to put on there, too, while I got the wheel off. So, um, yeah, I'm all hot to travel with the van. It's running good. All right, well, that's enough van chatting. We'll uh, look forward to people over on the Patreon that want to give me some feedback. Uh, people on uh, anywhere can give me some feedback with uh, at, uh, gun websites at gmail.com. Of course, the uh, Gun Show Loophole Tour dot com oh wait no it's just gun show yeah gun show the full tour dot com website has a uh, place there where you can recommend um, stops recommend locations so if you know of a cool gun shop or a surplus store a firearms museum even if it's just like a bfw hall or a bar or something that has like a section where they have some you know memorabilia or something that's just really neat um, always curious especially if it's you know right near the path i'm taking you never know and uh, if I can alter the path, you know, and I have, you know, Google tells me I go one way or the other, and I know from your recommendation that if I go to the right, I've got a chance to see some bring back carbine or something. You know, that's the kind of stuff that makes it fun. All right, Angelina is walking around or something. So I guess uh, now we'll move on. So we didn't, do we have topics today? I didn't even look. I've been all working on this plot and this route. Uh, gun running for fun and profit. So I guess when I was doing the schedule there, I was pulling some topics from old shows. And this is, I don't know how it has anything to do with that entertainment. Um, because it was really a topic when I ran a bunch of guns up to Tulsa to help pay for the trip to Tulsa last year. Uh, gun, a, shop, a friend of mine who had a gun shop paid me a bunch of money to take, I forget now, was it $40,000 worth of guns up to Tulsa? That was pretty cool. And, uh, I don't know. Has anybody ever thought about doing that? Uh, doing road trips and stuff and moving stuff around or, I mean, not illegally, but just making multiple use out of a road trip? I would do that. Well, actually, I do do that. I When I go to New York on a road trip, I bring uh, stuff back for my brother-in-law. So it's easier than shipping. A bunch of guns, you mean? No, it's usually like guitars and weird stuff. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting. I, th I never thought about that, but yeah, if, like I've got this van, 90% of it's empty. And uh, yeah, if I'm driving, let's say, past Travis, and then I'm going past, I don't know, meet up with um, 
you know, in Illinois with Patriot or something, and Travis was going to send some big, fat, heavy thing to him. Yeah, I think he'll drag that along. So think about some big, fat, heavy thing you might want to buy off of Travis. <laughs> Sounds good. Yep. Really mm. Uh, Sand Hills, I'm going to be potentially heading right through uh, Nebraska, but it sounds like you're how far north of 80 is Sand Hills? That's the question. He's in uh, Norfolk, Nebraska, isn't he? Well, I didn't want to give away his like, store number, but I'm just wondering because I look at the map and I'm like, oh, it's just two little dots. What is that, two hours? So I don't know. Is that like eight hours north or is that off of 80? And you're way south of 80, huh? Both of you guys? Or no? Snob's not in here tonight. He's Which, Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm a couple hundred miles. Let's see, how far is he from 80? From that, where does the 80? 80 is the only road oh, that goes the Nebraska the one? Like the, the, the east west road in Nebraska. Every other thing, I think, is just a like a dirt road between cornfields. He is about fifty miles north. Well, that's only about an hour then. Yeah. Okay, so potentially I could swing up there, check out his place. We talked a bunch, a bit about that up in. Uh, well, he says two hours. So Caleb's saying, "Where's that clip?" Saying Nebraska. And then he has a little arrow going to Iowa, most boring drive. Oh. Trying to think how much in Nebraska I've ever driven in, but I know Iowa is certainly boring. Yeah, you're right. It's two hours. I was measuring from the wrong road. The uh the drive from the 80 I've done. Let's see. The oh shit, actually, I've done it from Utah. Like, so you, when you go up through the 15 and then towards Wyoming and then you jump on, I've done it from Wyoming to as far as it goes into Illinois to go to Chicago. I've been on there from Des Moines on over to Chicago. Yeah, that's not too bad of a drive. That's actually kind of nice. I like going that way because then you see, uh, well, Rock Island is right there. Isn't that where Rock Island Armory is? Yeah. Yeah, score. So uh, look at that. Now we got uh, an idea right there. Look at that. Good for something. Got an invite to go snoop around their thing. Davenport is actually a hot spot for jazz. Big Speederbeck is from Davenport, Iowa. I have no idea what you're talking about. So. Well. Mm -hmm. Um, all right, so, um, the hell are we going? Oh, I'm not even screen sharing. Um, I don't remember where we're at. Oh, Lee saying that Nebraska and Iowa are the most boring drives. All right, well, um, aside from all that, Illinois, I have to go to Illinois, too. It's not all that great. But that's where they had the gun rights policy conference this year, so that's what we got to deal with, right? 
Uh, I think it's an effort in getting the conference into places that aren't necessarily friendly. All right, so that'll take us to the next topic, which is, uh, I don't know, is there anything else to say about gun running? No, I guess not. Toy guns. Without Cycle Camp or Dano in here, can you people even talk about toy guns? I don't think so. Mm -mm. Just the ones that throw sparks. But I don't, I don't remember any names of them. I feel like these days, whenever <laughs> they talk about toy guns, it's going to be like in video games. Or like the controls for video games. When I was a kid, my dad bought me this really cool old, uh, it was an antique toy, like bolt action gun. It was made out of wood. had like a really cool, like it was like a metal bolt action with like a spring-loaded like bullet in there. Made it look like it was loading into a chamber. It was pretty sweet. I had some rubber band guns as a kid. I had a paintball gun I used to shoot stuff with in the backyard. I don't think it's the same, though. I had a cap gun. And then I had a BB gun. Yeah, the BB gun, for sure. Daisy, like everybody had back then. <laughs> All right, so what do we got? What do we got up next? I think we're actually going to the thing, right? Hashtag. Oh, yeah. yeah. Member of the day. Do we even have a member of the day? Me. It's me. What? No, it isn't. Crazy. <laughs> uh, it's Maggie. <laughs> Who's Maggie? I, I think I faintly remember someone named Maggie. In the colder months, the frost on the freezers will accumulate and fall out sometimes. And when it and some of that times, it'll run around. And that's Maggie. And he's a little tiny snowman. And he cares about Second Amendment. So him and Nightstrike fight crime and Second Amendment crimes, basically. They fight infringements. I guess they do it on the East Coast because, yeah, we don't see them out here very often anymore. Three hours south of Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's by Tony. So it's Maggie. Uh, long time member of Gun Channels. A very active member of Gun Channels. Meeting up with people in different places. Hung out with me on the uh, tour in California where Angelina didn't want to meet up with us. And um, I didn't even know that wasn't a thing. It was 2016. So then. Um, that wasn't a thing. I think he hasn't been to SHOT Show, but he's been to NRA a few times and other things. And, uh, you know. Well, everybody knows Maggie, right? Active member of Gun Channels. Right now, he's just switched jobs, so he's been doing his thing. His, I went uh, to the last SHOT Show. Did he go to SHOT Show? Yeah, he did go to SHOT yeah, Show. There's so. Yeah, there's pictures of him if you know uh, what to look for, if you know what yeah. he looks like. I forgot because he was in the house with uh, Marco and Pink. So, yeah, I forgot. All right, well, Smeggy, everybody loves a snowman. He's beautiful. I met him in Lansing. What'd you guys do? It was a, a rally at the state capitol. Oh. Back in November. 
Did you guys run to each other like open arms through a field? Nope. Oh, well. It was like there was this snowman there at the bottom of a hill and a potato rolled down the hill and then they hit each other. Hung out. If they had two Pretty much. <laughs> We're just glad that nobody came along and tried to cram the potato into like be the new nose or something gross. The new. Yeah, I was pretty thankful for that. I think Squib thought about it for a second, but. That's Maggie, and that's one of the reasons we built Gun Channel, so people can hang out and be proactive and be involved. And when they're doing other things, you know, they know it's here. So uh, I'm sure we'll see them back again. And we can all remember what Smeggy was like. Now we'll go on to the hashtag the Gun Show Showdown. I guess that worked. <laughs> it's for a Britney Spears song. Called Showdown from her good album. Did we have 330 last year, last time? 3,300 last time. So I think we got 40 of them this week. That's pretty cool. So we go over to Instagram and we look up the hashtag Daily Gun Show. So anybody's free to use it. And when you do, it shows up here on this list. We look at it and we judge them. And then we decide who's the best picture on the Instagram this week. So if somebody can remember, I think that Colt was already in there. And that, yeah, that was. So is this six days ago? So it must be somewhere in here. That so, somebody reposted that cold one. Oh, yeah. So we're gonna go to the act like this one. So this is Nagger. I'm not a big fan of, but I'm becoming more open-minded to it, seeing some of their things. But for the longest time, that's all you ever saw from them was memes like this. Uh, Sandhills, if you're listening, you need to start clicking this little thingy. It looks just like this. It looks like a little rectangle down at the bottom of your Instagrams when you're reposting. And that'll set it, reset it to their size. If it's a rectangle, it'll you won't cut off the words. So toggle it over to like rectangle when you're going to repost. Cause see how it kind of cut off the words. Sometimes you get your words cut off when you're reposting. Anyway, this one says, "If guns kill people, how does anyone get out of a gun show alive?" I like the kind of I like the concept of that one. Then you get this guy holding Mac 10 with the suppressor. I guess that's Clint Smith. Certainly looks young. Another repost from Sandhills. Certainly. Good one. Another one from Sandhills. I never saw this one, so I'm not familiar with it. It's 2008 Matters. Troy. Not very much orange in here, I gotta say. I don't know if Troy's an orange fan. Well, usually he's a suck up, though. So yeah. he's got his fancy new knife that he's so proud of. Are these all from you? Yeah. Oh, look, he's, and I gave him a gun show loophole tour hard. Oh, this is a bootleg. It's hot off the printer's floor. But I collected all of those when I left out of there. Well, kept a couple behind. I don't know why Steadley's trying to grant jam this thing in here, but. Oh, it's a straw. Now I get it. You're not even going to like it? Guess I can. Uh, Patriot, this is your picture of the uh, Red Dawn collection. Does that say Red Dawn above it in Cyrillic? 
Oh hell no! Did you see somewhere in here? I get I get yelled at all the time because that N is backwards. That's no, not. it's great. That's that's written in uh, freedom letters. Here goes. I, and oh, anybody right. that complains about that, I always. <laughs> this A. Semenov said horrendous mistake in the last letter of the first word. It should be backwards N with a little squiggly, not a regular letter N. There's no regular letter N in Russian. To explain, then he puts a colon. Backwards N is the equivalent of the Russian or equivalent of the English I as indeed. While N with a little thingy on it is the Y is in yellow. Well, you know what? Fucking Russia. Get your fucking shit together and we fucking understand what you're trying to do. So. You read the next comment, though. <laughs> um, the one where you go, for the record, I always use hashtag freedom loving and spelling Russian. Ever since yeah. he did and gave. Rocky brain damage. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, it was Red Dawn Day, so a couple people reposted the Red Dawn thing, and I usually put the hashtag in there, so got reposted. Oh, I like this one. Because it's a baby monkey. Yep. Uh, I keep seeing these videos of these stickers. Never seen the stickers, so. Yep. They're in my uh, my area. So we got uh, Moon, who doesn't hang out enough anymore, but uh, rocking the Instagram. Look at that background. Look at that color, that filter. It's as if he spent forever on Photoshop, but he just wiggles his fingers and makes this on the phone. True artistry. Artistry right there. Uh, Joe C, some kind of bottle of... I love this guy. Oh, grip. Uh, Sedley, barbecue gun. Got hmm. uh, Mike out there with a bunch of stuff from Ghost. Somehow he got your 80s Colin Anchor thing. I need more of those. Uh, some of the pictures from the cartoons. Oh, Heidi Hole. Dead Horse made a wooden thing to hold the shotgun loader so that he can do it more easily and also, I guess, Make it so his primers fall through and get captured. He doesn't have to fiddle with them as much. So he's over there right now, uh, helping David build his uh, reloading table out in uh, Florida. So what's Gary got going on here? Some kind of uh, pig thing? It's like pig chicken rivalry type of thing. Yeah, he's going out to eat barbecue joint. Bobby D's. Bobby D's. Oh, what's that? Jodeci's getting uh, sucking up. You know, it's Tony the Tiger. Makes Glocks. They put that in a, in a Tony the Tiger in a Frosted Flakes box. Gun snob. Got a two-tone blue gun. That blue one is his, and the black one is his wife's. We got Biker Bob putting this on here. Kind of neat. Who knows what kind of meat it is? There's no way to know. He says beef, but there's no way to know. Moose. What do you think of this one? Oh, I like that. Kind of neat. Got the Adidas uh, ski mask. Kind of Glock. I think that dude watches the show or he's just doing that because he thinks it's a funny hashtag or something. I don't know. Hopefully he watches the show because he's my favorite. 
never put a puppy in there. Oh, what's going on with this? So you can make not just flags, but also pendants? Um, I think that's called a guide-on. And it's for a friend of mine does some kind of thing. Like a ROTC thing, maybe. He's like the yeah. mayor of it. The leader of it. The, the guide. What you're looking for is LARPing. Is this LARPing? Um, no, because I think it's like a real thing. But anyway, so that's his little squad. I know. So he made that. Speaking of Smeggy. Always speaking of Smeggy. There's him shooting some papers. Clover out there shooting his purple gun. Deadly. Nice AK pick with a bayonet. Got one uh, Angelina's. Is this a repost or is just your picture? I think it's it's my picture. Yeah, it's my picture. What's this thing? Little piece of felt that you got for her. That is, so that's like a thing. See that snake bottle opener? It's yeah. like a holder for that. So you put it in there, but you can put your morale patches on the front of it to decorate it. And then that's my block 19. And then that's my patch. All right, we'll like it then, I guess. Thank you. I appreciate it. Then we got clay. Shooting steel all the time. And Jodeci, some kind of necklace. And Gary. So what's this We Are Social Media? Is that something you came up with or what? It's actually something that uh, Ellis Outlaw Hatfield came up with. It was an idea about a week ago. He said we needed to spread this hashtag and uh, create videos and content that basically tells the social media the outlets that you know, that uh, the people who own the content and create the content are actually what draws the viewers in. So don't drive all your content creators away or you drive away your viewers. Good message. I like it, even though it's Ellis's. From Sand Hills. Deadly. I kind of like these where you put like something next to something, but they're kind of similar, but they ain't. Plus, he's got that background going on. I don't like that he has to kill a rhinoceros and then, you know, flatten the hide. A new rhinoceros for every picture so that it always looks different. But it does come out pretty good. Clover is doing some sort of deal where he puts out a bunch of cards and then shoots at them. And the ones that he hits, he's using his uh, kind of like perks and stuff so people can own a little piece of Clover. Posting your shit. That's another uh, repost. This must have been Clover's archery kid. Maybe. Slim, this awesome one. This is from before. All right, well, so we're going to go left to right, Angelina. Your number one. Um, that AK where it's like three pictures long. Wait, what? That one right there. This one from Studley. Yep. All right, Gary. 
Oh, how about Clover and the pink or purple gun he's got there? Man crush. Patriot. From our office in the descriptions, which one are you picking? <laughs> uh, probably the AK with a bayonet. That's uh -oh. not the one that. That's not the one that. that uh... Yeah, that's the one Angelina picked. Oh man, Angelina's pick. There we go. Two for that one. Potatoes. I like Stelly's picture with the AK and the shotgun next to each other. That one's pretty cool. Yep, that one. I can't believe we went a whole week and there's not one dog in any of those pictures. I agree. What's up with this? I don't think our audience hates us. They just don't care. Um... Hmm. I feel like if I don't pick one that you guys picked, then this one wins. That is the one that should win. I'm going to go with Gary's We Are Social Media because it's visually appealing. It makes people want to look at it, and it's not so busy that you can't you know, quickly read it and the message comes across good. And I like what you're left with. That like, hey, yeah, you're like empowered by it. So that's what I'm voting for. Sounds like Steadley's going to still win it though, by getting two people to vote for his wicked cool. What kind of AK is it? Black. It's all kinds of stuff. Hard to see. I'm guessing. It's either Mahdi or Romanian. It says Cougar, so I'm guessing Romanian. But uh, that certainly looks like a Chinese stock to me. Anyway, kind of an interesting one, and uh, it's got a bayonet on it. So that's it. Oh, I should say he wins. And I'll give, and I guess I'll like it also. All right, well, so now he gets to brag, having the best picture on Instagram. It's a pretty good accomplishment. And did we just finish that in like 15 minutes? Yeah, there weren't very many pictures. Yeah, like 40 minutes to go in this show. So let's see what else we got over here. Uh, toy guns, we did that. And I guess we can go look at history. I got to go open up notes after all now. That was going to be all made through this whole show without even looking at the notes. today smeggy so that means our gun shop of the day is a place called did we already do a gun shop no so i guess we're doing a gun shop of the day also bonus it's called shooters depot and it's in georgia and which one was this okay i remember so we went to uh we were on our trip in 2012 and we had gone to something like the cucamonga battlefield or something like that and it's a pretty cool, it's got the Fullerton Firearms Museum. It's some individual who had pretty much every gun that America's used, period. Like up until whatever time he died in like World War II. It was awesome, awesome collection. The way they've got it displayed with some really nice glass, if I remember, um, is all in chronological order of the uh, innovations of the actions and the, the locks and all that kind of stuff. Really, really cool collection. It's not 
you know, the, the building is it's like one wing of a building, and they have a bunch of stuff about the Civil War that happened there, and then the Indians that were there before that. But um, super neat museum. We left that, and this was with artisan Tony. He was uh, showing us around the area. This is just south of um, Chattanooga, and uh, we were heading south to go meet up with Iraq veteran. And this is in on the border there between Chattanooga going down into Georgia. And we were just driving down the road and saw this place. And that was, <clears throat> you know, one of my goals is to just find gun shops along the way. So this is kind of a big metal building in like an industrial area, like along like a frontage road of a highway. And um, uh, kind of a cool place. The The gun shop was just a, maybe a couple hundred square feet of the front of this big steel building. And then uh, the range took up like the, you know, the half of the long side of the building. I don't know what the rest of the building was, storage or something, or at least room to expand probably. And uh, it was just a cool place. They uh, had been in business for a while. They did all kinds of classes and stuff. I remember they had full auto stuff to rent and uh, we didn't stay long. We just took a look at it and, and kept moving. Uh, but a neat little range and the kind of places that'll pop up when there's a lot of interest in something like uh, you know, in a hobby or a sport or whatever we want to call it. And um, you know, hadn't been there forever, but again, those kind of shops, I think, are a good indication that there's people that are interested in this stuff and want to go to an indoor range, even though they could go probably there almost anywhere outside and shoot. So that was October 27th of 2012. That was a while ago. If anybody wants to recommend a gun shop for us to feature, let us know. If I get out on the road, I don't know, I'll be out on the road for, what I say, 48 days? I thought it was like 52 days. 48 days. Uh, 5,000 miles, 14 states, so um, I'm hoping that's at least 48 gun shops, and if I can do it more like 100, I can get two a day in there on average. So, uh, and that can happen real easy when you stay some, like, you know, when we went to Albuquerque, we had 18 stores in one day, so uh, it's possible to hit a mess of them if, if there's a location with a lot of them. Anyway, so that's one of our goals for the shop, or the show, is to talk about gun shops every day, and we'll continue to do that, and we look forward to people's participating in that. We've always had good uh, recommendations from people. Let's see. What do they got going on over here on the gun channel side, on the YouTube side? Are we doing the history of the day now? Oh, yeah. I, good idea since I got it in there. I can throw everybody the link. All right. So I'll open it up here. 1969, the Woodstock Festival opens in Bethel, New York. Hippies. Hippies. Smelly hippies. 1899, Henry Ford leaves Edison to start automobile company. Hold on. I'm going to take a break. And I noticed there's an actual question on uh, the YouTube side from Monty. It says, uh, how do I know when my snap caps aren't protecting the firing pin? They have zoom caps. So if I know what you're talking about, those are the aluminum ones with the rubber in the back. And I'm not sure. I've never used those long-term. Has anybody else ever used those particular ones long-term? I, I so, rotate mine. I don't. Go ahead. I, I don't use them very much anymore. I, I did when I first bought my 1911. I bought them just because I, you know, messing around with it but i don't use them very much so the zooms if i remember right are the aluminum with the rubber back and i would get rid of them whenever the rubber when you poke on it if it's not resistant anymore 
Um, I, the other type, the red ones, what's that brand? The red ones have like, a, they're clear and you can see the spring in there. And the same thing, I push on them until they're, you know, if there's any resist, if there's little resistance to when you push on it, then it's, they're not working anymore. They should be really, really, really hard to push. And that rubber, if it's just solid rubber, like it's, it should be really, really hard to push like a pen or something. But if you're using them as snap caps, that's the whole point is to let the uh, firing pin hit them and you know move energy through to them. And if they're too soft, then the firing pin isn't hitting. It's all that area around the firing pin, which is what you don't want to happen. That's when you start getting chips and stuff, right? How do you say you use them when you get rid of the, uh, when you see the rubber deteriorizing around there, get rid of them, yeah. And I don't know if they're cheaper or not. I like them because they're solid aluminum, which is stronger than the plastic ones, but I don't use snap caps as dummy rounds, so I don't really care if my snap caps are rugged. I want them, I really prefer to see the springs. I don't really use them for anything anymore. I used them for my shotgun, but I sold that to Z a long time ago. Right on. So anyway, we were in the history and I interrupted you. We were talking about Woodstock or something else. I don't remember now because you interrupted me. Oh, that's what happens on a daily gun show. Not polite. Got to get gun questions answered. <laughs> I got time for nothing. Whoa, what happened here? Uh, 1812, that's always fun to say. Potawatomi Indians kill William Wells, an Indian captive turned Indian fighter. So, Potawatomi, 1812, Potawatomi.一九九九，一九九九，一九九九，一九九九，一九九九，一九九九，一九九九，一九九九，一九九九，一九九九，一九九九九，一九九九九，一九九九九，一九九九九，一九九九九，一九九九九，一九九九九，一
don't know what that is, but I never knew that we had a 90-day freeze on wages. It's kind of weird. You just you can't even get a job then. Let's see, 1945 celebrations mark the end of World War II, VJ Day. A two-day holiday is proclaimed for all federal employees. In 1952, my mom was born. Oh, happy birthday to your mother. <laughs> wow, this whole time I've been reading things that are, you know, interesting, but not all that interesting. One, two, three, three Medal of Honors today. All right, well, we try to come up with history stuff. Sometimes it's awesome. Sometimes it's not all that great. But uh, the whole point is to talk about interesting things. Tomorrow is the 16th. For some of you, it's already tomorrow. It's Airborne Day, day designated by the United States Army to honor our nation's airborne. It's people that jump out of airplanes and kill people. So in Russia, they get, sit around getting drunk and nobody bothers them. And they get all rowdy in the streets. Not on the same day, but whatever their Airborne Day is, they, they get all rowdy. People deal with it. That was created in 2001. So Bush did that in 2001. Probably copying off the Russians. Guess what? That's the end of the show. Are we saying anything? It's a lot of dead air. Close to the end of the show. Um, Potatoes, I've heard, is doing some sort of an after show this evening. People want to watch that, they can watch it over on gunchannels.com. Yep, Tater Tube Live. Check it out. Um, tomorrow morning, there might be something from Night Strike, depending on if he feels like getting up. You know, he parties really hard and sometimes doesn't feel like getting up in the morning. And he takes it on in his audiences who get up every morning and wait to see if there's going to be an early watch show. But there's sometimes there's sometimes there's not. Um, Knives always predictably, dependably has his show going. Um, anybody can jump in that one. It's called a lobby, and you can uh, use the link that's provided. Anybody can jump in, talk about guns. Uh, a lot of people like Pawnery and Moon will jump in while they're at work. Uh, Rick jumps in when he's planning a show, doing his thing uh, from Rhode Island. Every once in a while, other people jump in on their days off or something, so it's usually a pretty good time. Uh, after that, the evening stuff starts, and if I were to jump over to Gun Channels right now, I bet you it's after 9 o'clock, so I'll already start seeing the schedule for tomorrow, and it means it's Thursday. I don't have a show with Yankee tomorrow, do I? Didn't we have to do that last week? Well, I don't remember. But we do know that uh, C4, Sarge, does his show earlier, and then right after Yankee will be um, uh, Clover doing his nerd chat or his tech chat. Then we'll be back here. Oh, it looks like Sandhills is saying something over here. You're coming through. I'll figure out a way to meet up. Yeah, right on. Cool. I'll let you know. Oh, actually, I'll text you in a minute here, Sandhills, with the uh, approximate dates if it happens. I can give you a little window of when it would happen. Anybody else want to mention anything else that's going on or any uh, other things you're aware of that are worth mentioning to the audience of 19 interested viewers? I don't have. I've got nothing. Can't think of anything. I I'm working on a second video. <laughs> right oh, on. that's cool. 
Maybe like a series or something completely different. And, well, it's it's my mom's not listening, but it's going to be kind of a follow up with the a new, another pistol because I'm getting rid of it to my mom for her birthday. That's today, so I got to hurry up. I'm gifting something to her, so for her concealed carry. Oh, I was happy gonna... birthday, Mrs. In the Dark. <laughs> Angelina, anything going on with the uh, Alan Anchor organization? Um, nope, nothing. Nothing. So, what I envision is you sit around the fireplace on this couch, and then Alan has this like speaker next to this fireplace, like on the mantle, and then he'll say things like, Angel's. Angelina's or something like that, and then you'll say, "Yes, Alan," and then he'll instruct you on what patches to make or whatever. Get what I'm going with that? Uh, yeah. It's pretty sloppy. It's supposed to be Charlie's Angels, and like Alan was Charlie. That's how it goes. <laughs> we all know that's how it goes. So, um, I guess that's it. So, been a sloppy show. That's how the other ones look better. We make bad ones like this once in a while. So uh, appreciate the people that had been purchasing over at the store for the uh, Red Dawn stuff. There's still a couple of things left. If you want to um, grab something, you know, might get the Red Dawn coloring book still. And actually the patches, there might be one patch left. Um, but again, thanks to the people that participated with that. Uh, I was able to get some car parts. I think I've already mentioned that there's no squeak in the van. So I'm psyched about that. In fact, waiting whether to jump in Tater's chat or to drive around the van. Because it's not squeak. Either way, I guess we'll see you same time tomorrow. Does anybody have a quote? Uh, I have one. Right on. Okay, today's quote is by Ann Coulter. And it goes, The New York Times editorial page is like a Ouija board that has only three answers, no matter what the question. The answers are higher taxes, more restrictions on political speech, and stricter gun control. Guys and gals of GunWebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year, practice at least once a month, and carry every day. Thanks for watching GunWebsites.com.